with Jenny Petticord, who just got done telling us all about her awesome virtual field trips. I first heard Jenny talk about this. When was that, Jenny, when you did that at Big Bear? Uh, oh, yeah. That was, what, not this winter, but last winter, so a little over a year ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, I thought it was such a cool idea at that time, so I'm so glad that you're going to share your magic with the rest of the speech pathology world now. Um, so one thing when I was listening to you, like you talked about going into the gen ed classroom and doing the pre lessons, which I love that idea. Do you have, have you had any trouble getting buy-in from gen ed? Well, I think, uh, in a lot of settings, if you do push in, you kind of find the teachers that are open and willing to have you in the classroom anyway. Right, right. So if I'm thinking of a teacher that I work with now, she got, I got the buy-in from her because she loves technology and she's the one who has done, you know, written for all the grants. She has, you know, a wall sized projector. She has laptops for every kid. And for some reason she has all of this amazing technology. And so her buy-in was really the technology piece of, wow, isn't that great? You can come in. And she has weekly readers where people stream in live video from all over the nation, whoever they are, and they read a book to the classroom. Whoa, that's so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So for her, this was just a neat extra way to have that. And what I usually do, I'll do some push-in for her classroom. If I don't have buy-in from the teachers, I will get the theme or the, uh, you know, curriculum and I'll pre-teach it in the therapy room. Sure. I find that that's a little bit easier and more consistent. It requires less planning, to be honest, than to schedule with teachers to pre-teach. So I don't always pre-teach in the classroom, though it certainly is a possibility. Yeah, right. I mean, it's that it's the same as with anything you're doing, right? Like, exactly. it's always optimal to get in there and you're collaborating, but just doesn't always happen that way (laughs) (laughs) we always have to step back from the ideal a little bit um so all right so you talked a little bit about the technology you like to use did you I didn't hear you I could have missed it um talk about what kind of platform you like like if you are going to stream do you have a preference like Skype or okay FaceTime so that's a great question um I use uh I don't know that I should mention the district, but the district that I use has, um, they have purchased a subscription to Link, Microsoft Link. Oh, and uh-huh. What this is, is that when Microsoft bought Skype, they uh, used the some of the Skype technology with the Microsoft uh, live meeting technology that they had already had in production, and they merged them. And I've been using Link for two or three years. And I don't know if it's just because I'm so familiar with it, but I I love it. I really think it's a great platform. Uh, One of the features that I love about it, and I'm not marketing Link because I don't have any monetary reimbursement from this. Although that would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, that would be nice (laughs) and acceptable, um, is that it has whiteboard features where I can draw in real time on the whiteboard and Mm. the students can draw on the same whiteboard in real time and we can have a shared platform. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, that's yeah, and that's unique. I don't know. I don't know all the video streaming software that I've used a fair bit. I think that's one of the neat, uh, fun features about Link. You know, it's got the usual shared desktop. You can give control. Blah blah blah. Um, the, the benefit to it over Skype is that it's got a little bit flexibility when you're streaming. So Skype has this 
I don't know what you want to call it. Pete has some word for it where uh, it's just susceptible to drop claws, c- calls. Sure. So if you, you don't have the optimal uh, message, it drops your call. And Link has a little more flexibility in what it will accept. So rather than dropping your call, if there is a dip in connectivity, you might just have slow video or audio video feed that's not uh, coinciding. Right. So you won't lose it completely. Exactly. Now, mm-hmm. the downside is that that's a subscription. Um, and I don't know the cost of it. I don't think it's too much, but it, both recipients have to have it. And so that's the downside where uh-huh. Skype is free download. Um, a lot of people have Skype. Um, I find that sometimes, not always, but sometimes it has difficulty getting into district firewalls. Right. Yes. I've had that experience as well. Yes. Yes. Be and just so, a little bit of a pain. Yeah. And so that's something, one of those fun details you want to plan in advance is if your tech team knows if there's a video streaming software that they already use, how can you get it? Or do they know that free downloads like Skype are going to cause connectivity issues. Um, go to meeting is also. Yeah. Yeah. I've used that a few times recently. What is there? Google hang hangouts, FaceTime. Hang- yeah. So I haven't used FaceTime, but you know, I, I think that's, again, you just have to, um, I mean, I've used it personally, but not professionally. Sure. Sure. Um, I think they're all explorable and I'm sure there's even others out there, but link is the one that I use just because that's what the district uses. Sure. Oh, well that, that makes sense. And that, I think that speaks to the issue of, um, again, something that SLPs are really good at is, uh, using what they have. So yeah, so this is just more of the same. Um, all right. So how do you decide who to contact on site? Do you just start making cold calls and ask them to point you to the right person? Or do you have somebody you like to start with? Um, I I make cold calls and I keep a running um, document of locations that I've contacted, who the contact person is, issues that they have, um, blah, 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 who has who has wireless, what are I, so I keep a, a document about all those details. Do they allow audio video? Um, but it's a cold call and sometimes you get people that think you're crazy and then they hang up on you. So, um, most of the time people are like, what is this? I don't understand. And you sort of explain and then they think it's interesting. Sure. And when you, yeah. When you go to the site and it's actually there, the staff is just as wild as the stu- students are on the other end. But, um, it, it is cold calls and it does take a little bit of a, you know, I have sort of a preamble that I give and then it's fine. If they're open to it and they meet the specifications, I haven't really run into that many issues with it. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, yeah, I can imagine that once people see it happening, it's the magic happens, right? The magic, right. And it's sort of inobtrusive. I mean, you know, I like to interview staff, but the Humane Society, I didn't interview anybody once they helped me set up and we just wandered around and looked at animals and I could be unobtrusive. There's just me. Although it does, if, if it's a public setting, you know, other people want to know what you're doing right, right. out loud to a computer and, and that can, you know, kind of be fun or, or not. So it just depends. The, um, so that brings me perfect segue to my next question. So what's your favorite place that you've ever gone? Okay, well, I, here's full disclosure. I haven't done a ton. Um, I think probably my favorite so far is the fire station. 
Um, and the reason is, and here's a funny thing, would I ever call the fire station as an adult and say, hey, can I just come look? No. Can I just but come I hang out? Guise, yeah, right. I have this guise of, look, we're helping children or we're helping clients. And I get to kind of go behind the scenes as well. So yeah. I got to see where they sleep and eat and, and how it works when you're on call for 24 hours. And so <laughs> it was rewarding because that was a live streaming one. And the kids got to get up and ask the firefighters questions. So that was really great for the kids. And then they did an all call where the, the downtown fire department intercoms Ooh. into the fire station says, you know, the name of the elementary school or the name of the school and then the sirens start. But then also for me to be there and ask sort of all these questions I've never asked a firefighter or see just the behind the scenes. Um, so, you know, there's lots of places I want to go, um, and I'm hoping that as I have my own internet, if I buy, you know, my, own, you know, if I have a hotspot or a modem or something where I have a subscription, the sky really is the limit. But currently, I'm on whatever wireless is there. And so right, that limits right. you. It really does limit you. So what is on your wish list? My wish list. Okay, so I need a, la a tablet, which I'm actually... I think I'm getting one. I think I have one en route to me. So that's, that's good. That's very cool. Yes. And so that's half the battle. And then I just need some sort of wonderful prepaid or, you know, subscription, mobile internet, you know, something that will allow me to stream, you know, high quality video audio. Right. And then we can go anywhere, you know, you, you don't to want to. What, you need to like write a grant or something. I do need to write a grant, and in your you know, spare I time. in my <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you really. I, it's fun. It's not like we want to take our therapy clients with us when we go on vacation. But if you're going snorkeling in Maui, wouldn't it be cool if the kids could see that or you could stream from underwater? I don't know. You know, like, wouldn't that be awesome? I think so, it would be awesome, and especially as the kids, I you know, they're increasingly native to interfacing with people via yes. a screen and so I think they're more and more and more used to experiencing the world in that way and um, I think yeah I mean wherever you and you think about all the places that a people people in a school building go you know the principal goes to DC right. for a con principal conference or whatever right. like have her go like can you chat yeah. with her while she's at the Washington Monument or something like I yes. think they're just possibilities are endless yes I mean if you did a school-wide thing where you know all the places we go and everybody's you know records two minutes of video from all the vacations that they have even over the summer you know we had teachers that went to Turkey <sighs> and we had teachers that went you know all these different wonderful locations and if that was something that we did um, that the staff could do is say, these are all the places we go and they do a shout out to kids and the staff and, um, how fun you know, would that be? It's amazing. I think really the sky is the limit. And again, this isn't just like watching a movie. This is around a shared theme. This is personalized video, you know? So, right. And I think, um, and if you're, if you have the kids engaged and it's that project-based learning piece too, which is also a huge, yes. a huge thing that I'm excited about. And, um, I always try and do because they're always more engaged if they are interested in it. I mean, duh. Right. Right. Um, 
And I think it's especially important. I know you work a lot in rural locations and um, I'm, I feel like I'm either rural or I'm in an extremely kind of low income, low experience kind of environment. Yes. And, and those kiddos expanding their world, the more we can do for that, I think that, that that's fantastic. Right. Um, another way that I've been thinking about using this, because again, I, I work in s- several different settings, is that with my sort of private adult clients, I work with them about functional tasks and then they go out in the world and I and they have to report back and I don't really know how those functional tasks go uh-huh. for them. But if they could record it sort of in a secretive spy fashion where I get to see the interaction or I get to see the successes and then we can actually play them back and talk about them. You know, you need Google Glass. You need some Google yes. Glass. Yeah, I'll write that into the grant. Put it in the grant. Okay, so <laughs> you have, yeah, you have your hotspot and you need some Google Glass. What else do you need? Right. I might as well just have a drone at that point. Yeah, well, and I think um, <laughs> like a credit card to pay for all the places you're going to fly. Right. It'd be like yes. a where in the world is Carmen San Diego situation. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I, oh, you put <laughs> the nail on the head. Okay, we'll get the Gates Foundation or something to. Yes. That's a bit of a dated reference, probably for Is some it? folks. Yeah, okay. but <laughs> yeah, forget it, forget that, didn't say that. Never mind, never mind. Um, well, okay, thank you so much for chatting today. My I love pleasure. It. And will you come back and talk again? Of course. Thanks so much. Okay, so uh, well, I guess we're signing off here, and we will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening.